Welcome to Season 5, Episode 14 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Yes, welcome to the Family Travel Podcast, where we share the latest in RV, industry news, road trip, travel, caravanning, camping, product reviews, where to stay, what to do, what to see, and so much more. Thanks for joining us again. Yes, indeed. And we have got something very special for you this week. And in fact, for the next three weeks, we are bringing you a mini-series, Lessons from Our Lap Year. Wow, after travelling for two and a half years full-time as a family around this great country of ours, 80,000 kilometres, we've zigged, we've zagged, we figured eight, we did our lap year, there's a lot to share. We have learned so much and after all of this time and the amount of comments and questions that we receive, you know, through our social media channels, through our website and also meeting fellow travellers on the road, we get asked so many things and it made us realise, you know, when we were setting out, we were complete newbies never camped before, never spent a night in a tent before. We had no idea what we were doing and we ourselves had so many questions and we found it quite difficult to find a one-stop shop to give us the answers. We had to scour lots of different websites and resources to try and find things that would add value to our experience and also help us along the way. So, we thought, well, why not put all of what we've learnt, all of the advice, all of the tips, the mm. things that we've learnt from other people's mistakes, the things that we've learnt from our own mistakes, let's put them all together and share them out in this three-part series with the hope of adding a little bit of value to your experience, no matter what stage you're in, whether you are yep. just have that little flicker of a dream, whether you are in the throes of planning or whether you are already rolling down the road, there is something in here for everyone. Look, that uh, 2,900 kilometres, including the 450-kilometre sail across the seas of the uh, the Tasman Bass Strait, I should say, we had a lot of brain dumping, a lot oh, of time yeah. on our hands, and so we literally did. And to break it into three, I think, jam-packed episodes, this is is so full of information. There is definitely something that's going to add value, whether you are on the road dreaming or, yep, already halfway around this country. Yes, and what is so fantastic is that we are also compiling all of this information into the ultimate road trip ready pack. It is going to be a comprehensive. <laughs> it sounds like it needs some underscore music. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the ultimate pack. <laughs> Love it. Yes, it will be. All of these gems that we are sharing in this mini series, plus so many any more resources, checklists, templates, you name it, whatever we could think of. Even our favourite recipes. Yes. Go-to recipes on the road. Yeah, absolutely. Anything that can help add value to your experience, we are bundling into this ebook, and that will be available at the end of this series. I better get working on that. Holy dooly. <laughs> Stop sleeping. Yes. Get, get it done. Get it done. Yes. Okay. A quick backstory, though, for those of you who have followed our journey, uh, you would have, through different episodes, see us share a little bit more of our personal experience. How did we actually do it is one of the 
the biggest questions, the most common questions we get asked. So the really quick 30-second version, we had spent four years of IVF. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that was a a huge emotional strain on on our relationship, particularly for Katie, obviously. Uh, Six rounds of IVF later, our debt was massive. We Mm. weren't prepared for that. We didn't expect to be one of now what is a fairly common statistic. Mm. Uh, our little miracle man, our super brain Jasper showed up. <laughs> what a gift, you know. Doesn't that make it all worth it? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. But it certainly did put not only that emotional strain on us, but definite financial strain. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we kind of joke a little bit that he is our mortgage because at the time we didn't have a property and we weren't paying off a mortgage, but we certainly felt the pinch yep. of that financial pressure. Yes, little bugger. He owes us. <laughs> no, not at all. You know, uh, the gift of having the family made us realise that, hang on a second, we've worked so hard mm. to get here and now I'm working so much that I'm not even seeing him awake. You know, I'm going to work when he's asleep. I'm coming mm. home and Kate's already put him down. That added pressure to our relationship again mm. because I was like, what? This isn't what a family should be doing. Mm. So then we we made a plan. We, we bought a whiteboard. We stuck it in front of our TV. We worked backwards, reverse engineered mm-hmm. that plan, as we like to call it. Yes. Uh, we got rid of our debt. First thing we did, stopped spending, started saving two years in the making to then hit the road absolutely green and petrified. I was squeezing that damn steering wheel, just thinking I've thrown my career away. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to tow properly. I'm I'm stressed. But there you go. The point why are we sharing this bit of info is because if we can do it, you can do it. Honestly, we were normal, ordinary people just – in the rut, in the rat race of life, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, 100%. There was nothing special about us and making this move. We certainly didn't, you know, have that money tree in the backyard. No golden goose. No, we didn't. Unfortunately. But we just took steps. And really, when we look back on them, that's exactly what it was. It was just making a plan, setting a deadline and taking steps. Setting a deadline, wow. Yeah, that, that is the... Most crucial piece of this, and we'll talk a little bit more about this as we go through and talk about some planning, but we totally believe that, gosh, if we can do it, you know, probably the most unlikely couple to actually get out there and live this lifestyle. If we can do this, you can too. So let's get into it. Let's share some of these gems. And now we don't want to stop. I mean, that's probably pretty obvious. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, breaking it into three, uh, I guess, jam-packed episodes. The first one's covering off planning, purchasing and preparation. Again, Mm -hmm. if you've already got your vehicle or you're rolling around the country, there there will still be absolute nuggets in here for you. Mm -hmm. Um, We're following that up with gear, the must-haves, not necessarily the gear we just love, but the things uh, that you will need, the basic setup, Mm -hmm. um, some safety and security in there as well. Uh, Today, we're covering off storage hacks Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And then finally, the big one, and that is really the absolute lessons that we have learnt while we have been traveling for the last two and a half years full time, as well as the things that we would do differently, Mm. knowing what we know now. Yep, 100%. Plenty of those. All right. So we will talk fairly quickly. Again, you don't need to take notes. You can either come back and listen to this or watch it on YouTube, Mm. or we will make an ebook available as well that will tell you that'll be purchasable. It'll be very cheap. We want to make sure that everyone can have it, but it is another way for us to uh, hopefully keep our wheels turning as well. So. Awesome. Either way, it's up to you. If you want to grab it, then that would be a great way to support us as well. 
All right, tips for purchasing. Uh, we're going to start actually – this doesn't matter whether it's an, a new or a used van. Uh, and I'm just looking at my notes. We've got so many notes. Um, <laughs> we actually want to start with a quote. And this is awesome. We think this absolutely sums up for you out there who are just dreaming and not sure what to do or, mm-hmm. or the pressure and stress around that, making that decision to actually go. If you're brave enough to say goodbye, life will reward you with a new hello. I love this quote so much because it applies to every single facet of our lives Mm. and it wouldn't matter whether you're planning travel around the country or you're making a a big decision about your career or your family or it wouldn't matter what scenario you apply this quote to. It is so good and it is so true. It is about having the courage to take that step, that leap of faith Mm -hmm. and you know, moving forward with your arms wide open, ready to receive what is ahead of you. On our website, we have one quote and it says, you don't need to see the whole staircase, just take a first step. Yeah. And isn't that true? Listen, that that original quote there, if you're brave enough to say goodbye, life will reward you with a new hello is from Paulo Coelho. I hope I've said that right. Paulo, uh, mm-hmm. you know, famous author there for The Alchemist, many other books. If you're looking for a good read, he's a great author as mm-hmm. well. Okay, tips for purchasing a new or used van. This can be so overwhelming. There's over a mm. hundred manufacturers here in Australia. Mm. Of caravans alone. It's it's unbelievable. You know, everyone's given it a crack. Obviously, it's a, a pretty uh, huge industry mm-hmm. booming at the moment. Yes. And look, we we know this. I mean, from our own experience, we, we went to the Brisbane Super Super show, walking around. I mean, it's exciting, but it's so overwhelming because yeah. you're looking at literally, as you said, Paul, over a hundred different vans, makes, models, shapes, sizes, colours, inclusions, add-ons. You know, by the end of it, you honestly feel like your head is going to explode, and and you almost feel like you're back at the start. I don't know where to start. There's mm. just too much information. So, a few tips from us. That will help you if you are deciding on a new or a used van. Some good things to think about. In our experience, bigger is not necessarily better. Mm. And look, that is something that we'll talk about in episode three when we're talking about things that we would do differently. Yeah. You don't need it all and you certainly don't need it all to start. And time and time again, mm. we hear stories of people who say, oh, you know, we're just, we're waiting for that perfect rig or we're waiting for the perfect scenario or we're waiting to have enough money to be able to purchase everything that we need. Right. Don't wait is our advice Yeah, to don't you. fall into that trap. We certainly did. Mm. Uh, we thought we needed brand new van, brand new vehicle, brand mm. new gear, all of those things, and then they're nice, but certainly did extend the plan, mm. and uh, you don't need it all. No, and look, after two and a half years, we can honestly hand on our hearts say, you're better out there starting how you can right. than waiting for the perfect scenario, because that perfect scenario – Look, chances are it's never going to happen. There's always going to be something. There's going to be fuel hikes. There's going to be something going on in the world. There's going to be something going on with your family. That perfect scenario, there's never a perfect time. Set a deadline. Get out there however you can and then get those things that you need. You're better to start now rather than waiting. Yes, the perfect rig may not ever show up. Yeah. Look, on that, 
our advice would be make it, make lists. Make a list if you're looking and you're not 100% sure which way you want to go. Mm-hmm. What are those absolute must-haves? What are the things that you are not going to negotiate on when it comes to purchasing a new <laughs> caravan? I know Katie's rig. was a separate toilet to, to bathroom, separate mm. shower, separate toilet. And I was like, really? Who cares, you know? Mm. Uh, now that we live, work, play full-time in our rig – for me, I totally agree with that. Trust your wifey. <laughs> Trust your wifey. You're learning, grasshopper. <laughs> yeah, look, you will have a couple. I mean, for us, there really was only one or two things that we were absolutely definite that we would not negotiate on. Then we had a handful of things that we thought, okay, they'd be nice to have, we'd like to have them, but we're willing to negotiate on not having them. Mm-hmm. Make those lists because that's going to help you narrow down your choices. You already mentioned it, Katie. Get yourself to an expo or two. Make the trip. Mm. If it runs for three, four days, try and stay overnight. Stay bunk at some friends or family's place or whatever you need to do. But go back a second day. The first day will just leave your head spinning. Yeah. And use your mobile phone. Best tool that you could have for many things, actually. But take photos mark it up on your map and then when you look back or little videos, little 30-second mm. walkthroughs and then you can sort of pause it, you know, and you can see and you go, that's right, that was the one I liked. Mm. And look, really good advice, even if you're not in the market for a new van and you know you are going to be purchasing secondhand, get to an expo or go to some mm. showrooms and dealerships and get inside those vans so that you can look at different makes and models and touch and feel and Great. put yourself inside it so you know what you're looking for with your secondhand rig. Okay, this one is fantastic. Uh, particularly if you're going into a, a used vehicle of mm. any type, trailer, you know, rooftop tent, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Caravan, get a pre-purchase vehicle inspection. NRMA mm. uh, does this. When I was looking through the research, I think there's some other guys out there as well, independent. Uh, what is really great, if you're a member with NRMA, it's $255. I think it'd be the best money you could spend, particularly, you know, you're looking at anything from 15, 20 grand to 200 mm-hmm. plus. I mean, getting a vehicle inspection you don't want that heartache of, oh, you know, I've bought a lemon here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so do do that. They, they do offer it for people who aren't members, non-members as well, but a special there for, for members of NRMA. Mm-hmm. And look, another great tip, no matter whether you are purchasing secondhand or new, film your handover. This will come in handy for us. We filmed pretty much our entire handover. It was a couple of hours worth of. We film everything. Yeah, we do. (laughs) We do. But I mean, I remember my head was spinning. You know, there's so much information that they need to walk you through and talk you through when you're picking up your van, especially if you're like us and you are totally green and it's your first van. Film it because guaranteed you are going to need to refer to it. Look, we we looked up and rewatched how to get our awning in and out so many times when we first hit the road because we literally had no idea. We'd never done it before. We had times when we were like halfway putting the awning in and we're like, oh, God, what do we do next? Quick, let's go watch the video. It comes in handy. It's fantastic. And it is one of those pinch points. It's a trigger point for Mm. couples to be yelling at each other in Mm. in van parks, in Budgie Boys, Central Coast, New South Wales here on the east coast of Australia. 
we saw this guy just absolutely ripping into his wife. I said, Kate, I have to go and sort this out mm-hmm. um, and just offer some help is what I'm talking about. Went over, said to him, where's your mobile? Got him to film me do these four steps. And there, there really is only that many steps. But if you do them in the wrong order, mm-hmm. it all World goes south. Yeah, you can bend arms, break awnings, and they're expensive, you know. And so he filmed it. And now he's got that with him, you know, and hopefully he's uh, nicer to his missus. Yeah, right? let's hope so. All right. Okay, let's move on to some tips for planning. This is such an exciting phase if you are in it or you're about to be in it, but it can also be a little bit overwhelming. The first thing, the most important thing that we would say to you, if you've made the decision that you want to travel, no matter where you are around the world, set a date. You ain't going nowhere unless you set a deadline. We are rolling out that driveway on this date. Yeah, you're either in the car or you're not. (laughs) Yeah, look, and you can extend that day. You can push it out if you need to. You can bring it forward if you need to. But unless you've got a goalpost, Mm -hmm. you're just going to keep playing. That's a really good point. I I would probably suggest against pushing it out. We actually brought it forward. Mm -hmm. And was that a little bit more of a financial risk? Absolutely. But it just got to that break point where I said, okay, if if we don't go now – Oh, we'll say yes to the next big gig or the next job offer mm. or, you know, a promotion or, you know, which is lovely, but it, it, there will be an excuse. There will mm. be another reason for us not to do this. And so we actually pulled it forward a few months. Yeah, 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 perfect. Okay, this is another really big one. Do not let the fear of the unknown or the good opinion mm. of your family and friends. Or colleagues, work yes. colleagues telling you all the reasons why you shouldn't do it. Look, we had people tell us we were mad. We had people tell us we were irresponsible. You know, we're throwing away our careers, our security. You know, what about Jasper? Like, he's not going to have a family home. So many things. If this is what you want to do, if this is your dream, if you want to get out there no matter how long you're planning on travelling for, don't listen to anybody else, honestly. Don't let that opinion of other people stop you or the fear that you have around the what ifs. Holy hell, we we had so much fear. We had so many unknowns. Sure. We had to push past that, take that leap. We haven't looked back. No, absolutely. And it really wouldn't matter what it is in your life too. I mean, we even mentioned to some work colleagues that we were going to create a YouTube show and a podcast and we're going to do it and that – the response from one particular person was, well, there's like a hundred other families doing that. Mm. Like who's who going to really watch? Who really want to watch you, you know, just trip around week to week? Now, had we listened to them, mm. we would be back there clocking in, clocking out. Mm. You know, we wouldn't have done it. Um, it. It's mental. And it doesn't mean that it has to be some whiz-bang successful experience. But the point is, don't let – other people's opinion absolutely kill or, or put out your dream or your desire to do anything. Yeah. Stuff them. Yeah, good advice. You know what's the best thing, I think, in in our travels is, well, of course we're getting to do this together and make these amazing memories as a family that we're going to have for the rest of our lives. But we, we've built this awesome community just by default. We had yeah. no idea that that was going to happen. And it's so wild and exciting and we're so passionate about that side of it now that I think, gosh, if we'd listened and we we said, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right, you know, people won't watch or won't want to listen and we didn't 
start creating our content, what a terrible loss loss that would have been for not just for not us but for for everybody now in our community who watches our YouTube episodes and listens to our podcast and connects yeah. with us to not have that would just be such a shame yeah you've got this you don't you don't need the the opinion back yourself you just you got this yeah, if we totally. can do it honestly you can yeah okay our best advice buy a whiteboard okay. turn your tv off put your whiteboard in front of your tv uh, uh, unless you're watching us on youtube of course leave it on yes but otherwise turn it off yeah absolutely <laughs> this is literally what we did we kid you not we bought the biggest whiteboard we could find in fact we just looked at our whiteboard yes it's, yesterday it's in my parents' garage. It still has all of our planning oh, on it. Goosebumps, Katie. It's got our weeks that we crossed off, our action items, mm. our big blue sky dreams. Get yourself a whiteboard, write out your plan, pop your deadline up there front and centre and work backwards. Love it. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Reverse engineer. Stop spending. We've already said it. Mm-hmm. Start saving. Really fantastic Lesson for us, we were doing an interview with Spider Everett and mm, Cherie. Yes, lovely couple. They've got a, a great a radio show actually around traveling Australia. And they had us on, did an interview. We had a great laugh. It was a great chat actually. And she said, Do you know what we did as a family? I'd get to like the, the checkout at say Target, and you know, they put those little superhero figurines, they're $20 right at the kids' eye level mm-hmm. as you're coming through the checkout. And she said, the kids are, have got you at that moment because you're stressed. You just want to get back, get out, get out of the shops. And you're like, yeah, right, or whatever. And then she had this moment, this epiphany where she said, that $20 is a night camping. Mm. You know, yeah. what am I doing? And it's going to end up in landfill when he gets over that toy in six months anyway. Yeah. It's such great advice. Live, if you can, like you're already on the road. And this will change your world. You'll become a conscious consumer. Yeah. You'll really be picky and choosy about what it is that you're spending your money on. Well, do I actually need that? One, is it going to fit in the van? Two, are we going to be overweight if we keep putting all of this stuff in the van? Does it have a dual use? Do we actually need it? Mm -hmm. If you start living like you're already on the road, you're going to save a bucket load of money and you're going to get into that habit and that lifestyle of less is more and it really, really is. Simplify. Okay, make your own budget. Mm. You don't you really don't need to watch other people's shows and things on on how much does it cost to travel Australia. Yeah. Your budget is your budget. Everyone has different needs, different dietary requirements, different levels of alcohol consumption. Oh, different it's, bills, different uh, situations. Absolutely. Four kids, two kids, no kids, whatever, mm-hmm. solo traveller. Look at what you're doing now. Start there. Yeah, look, our best advice would be, that's perfect, Paul, don't get caught up in what other people are doing. Uh, we always talk about the budget template that we used in our planning process. We still use it on the road today. Mm-hmm. It's a free budget template. It's from the Australian government. Thank you very much. Their Smart Money website. You can complete it online. You can download an Excel template that is um, – it's got all the, the formulas in there. It'll add it all up for you. It, yeah, you just, you just populate it with your bits and it's magic. Yeah, but honestly – 
Who cares what anybody else is spending with their travels around Australia? Your circumstances are unique. Your travel is going to be unique. You're going to travel on your terms. Do it how you want to do it. And if you've only got a certain amount each week to spend on fuel, groceries, whatever it is, then travel within that Love it. Okay, there was a, a group forum uh, this week that we read. Someone said, oh, we're going to put off – oh, hang on a second. That could be my mum. It is my mum. <laughs> How about that? Let's not just tell her I'll call her back. That's hysterical. Hey, mum, I'm just doing a podcast. Can I call you back? A little live appearance by Granny and Granddad uh, Feelgood. Yep, there you go. All right. <laughs> Hopefully she's going to listen to this. Um, okay, and it was – oh, we're going to put our travels off now, you know, with Mm. the fuel price hikes. And I was reading it going, no, don't let that be a deciding factor Mm. at this point. We're going to wait another year. This guy replied in one of the forums and said, hang on a second, if you've only got $200 a week fuel Mm. budget or you've got $100 or $300, it doesn't matter, just drive that distance. Mm. Don't make out that it's something to do with the price of petrol. Mm. Just another excuse. Just then only travel that far. I love that. I thought that makes a lot of sense. Oh, it's perfect. And look, to be honest, the slower you go, the more money you're going to save, the more you're going to see, the better experience you're going to have. I put my phone on silent. Okay. Some really quick, simple things. Create checklists. This is something that we used, again, physical copies of checklists for our first few months while we were learning the ropes and figuring out our systems. They will absolutely save you from making any mistakes. You'll assign roles. Paul does that. Katie does that. We know each other's roles. We can step in if need be, but we do our own jobs. Pink jobs, blue jobs. And we do that system. It's the same system. Every single time we hitch, we unhitch, we have our checklist now ingrained in our brain. Physical checklists if you are starting out. Okay, do a towing course. Mm. Awesome advice. Again, you don't know what's going to happen. Travel throws up some pretty big curveballs. <laughs> yes, it does. I broke my ankle twice, actually, mm-hmm. not long between each break. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- amazingly, the day before, I said to Katie, you know what? I think you need to do some towing mm. because we haven't done that. We're a few months in mm. and, you know, what if something happens to me? Mm. Yeah, thank you very Boom. much. Boom. <laughs> Power of attraction. Mm-hmm. On that day, geez. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I got my fair share of towing experience in because I had to do a towing course, get behind the wheel, get comfortable so that if you are in a, in a scenario, an emergency situation or, or something mm. that requires you to step into that role and you're not the primary driver, you are going to have less stress yeah. because you will have confidence and the knowledge in that you can do this. Two really good points here. One is that having someone who is actually an expert, not your spouse, yeah. thinking they're an expert, telling you to do it their way, Oh, it, it is an absolute marriage saver. 100%. And again, you know, we'll give a shout out to the Royal Flying Doctor Service here in Australia. Free service for all Australians. Support them. We met a couple, a lady who had to drive 18 hours back from the middle of Australia down to Adelaide because her husband had a heart attack. Mm. She'd never towed. Mm. The stress on this poor woman having to deal with not only is my husband going to make it. Yeah. I've now got to get our vehicle and our property out of the centre of Australia by myself. Yeah. Terrible. You don't want to put yourself in that position. No. No. Okay. 
Find a balance between flexibility and being planned. Spontaneity is awesome, particularly when you're on the road traveling this amazing country. There are going to be places you roll into and you're like, I never want to leave. It is hard at first to find that balance, but you really do need to be able to be flexible so that you can stay longer. In saying that, you also want to be planned particularly around peak seasons, school holidays. You know, if there's somewhere that you absolutely have to go and you're not going to miss it, book ahead. Awesome. Okay, weigh everything before you put it into your van. We didn't do this. This was given to us by lovely Roz, Mm -hmm. good friends of ours. Uh, They're expert caravanners, really. They've been doing it a hell of a lot longer than we have. Um, This is such a great idea. If you've got a set of home scales, just bag it up into into little bags and then just weigh it as it comes in and out Mm -hmm. of the van, particularly if you've got kids. You know, the the trap in in a lot of these beautiful designed vans is the amount of cupboard space. (laughs) People go, oh, well, I've I've got space, let's fill it, Mm. you know, with stuff that I might need. Mm, Yeah. Look, less stuff is less stress every time, hands down. We we are constantly culling too. When you're on the road, it's just like mm. being in a house mm. in that you, you seem to have a lot of stuff that shows up and comes in and, yeah. you know, comes in, it's got to go out. Yeah, for sure. But weighing everything on the way in, just give you a good gauge for where you are with your overall weights and your safety and security. At our towing course, Wayne, uh, awesome instructor <laughs> there on the – he does Sunny Coast and Gold Coast – if you want to look for some uh, towing education, he said, put a sticky dot, a mm. coloured sticker on each thing as it goes into the van. Every single item. And then as you use that item, pull the sticky dot off. And then after a month, have a look at what's still got sticky dots and mm-hmm. then just reconsider. And he said, and then you know that some things aren't going to be used in case of emergency or in, you know within a longer period. After three months, have another look mm-hmm. as you've been pulling them off. After six months, after 12 months, you know, there'll be definite things that you thought you needed yeah. that you never use. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we were doing a, a talk at the Queensland Caravanning Expo with uh, Scotty Hillier from Channel 7 and and he said, uh, did, you, did you put a dot on Paul's forehead, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she that said, was good fun. She said it was the first sticker that came off, Scotty. Yes, yes. You've got many uses, my love, many uses. Okay, test out living off-grid before you set off, if you can, in your driveway, in your parents' driveway, wherever you are. Mm. If you can do a week off-grid so that you know what to expect when you actually are out there on the road, this is excellent. And again, we wish that somebody had said this to us before we set off. Know how many days you're going to get out of your water tanks, you know. Get used to turning the shower on, lathering up, shampooing your hair, turning it off, scrub, 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 turning it back on, rinsing off. Or baby wiping your kids. Exactly. Baby wipes (laughs) are great, multi-uses. You know know how many days are you going to get out of your toilet cassette? Know how your power, how are you harnessing the power from the sun? Mm. Get an understanding for how that works before you're out in the middle of nowhere where maybe water isn't easy to access or there's no dump point, you know. This, again, save stress. We are all about save stress where you can because it's going to make your experience so much better. We have a number of travelling families that we are friends with and they have three or four kids. Yes. And so they have two cassettes. Mm, and great we're like, tip. 
awesome idea. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. So there's definitely ways to adjust once you know. Exactly. Okay, convert as much mail as possible to digital. We get so many questions about, but how do you get mail on the road? It is so easy these mm. days. Get it sent as an email as much as you can, all of your bills, whatever. Get it sent as email. If you've got parcels, we have a parcel delivered to us every single month, our monthly doTERRA order. We've had it delivered to some of the most random places around the country through Australia Post. Amazing. Get yourself a My Post account. Send it to your local post office no matter where you are. We've been doing this for two and a half years. We really have only ever had one parcel that we missed. We were too quick for. It was delayed. It chased us around the Northern Territory and into WA, it but we too. got it in the end. Yep. Thank you to Perth. Yes. GPO. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, next, communications. Now, we will cover off the safety, uh, comms and the gear in, I think it's next episode? Mm, yes, it is. Yes, but what we wanted to mention here is to create an emergency contact list. Now, this is a list that you can, again, make two copies. I always like to have a backup plan. I also laminate stuff, mm-hmm. and that's because, you know, great outdoors. Yeah. Don't know what you're going to get. You don't want that to all of a sudden be wet if you're using and relying on that information, and mm-hmm. then it's you know, illegible, yeah. uh, and put one in your top drawer of your van and one in the glove box of your vehicle. This emergency list should have those really important numbers, maybe your parents or rallies numbers next to kin, uh, your Medicare number, your insurance policy numbers. The reason for this is that for some reason, if you're separate or whatever and your phone's dead, mm. you cannot remember all of these things. Mm. If you need that quick access, quick information – it's a great, great way to do it. Yeah, excellent tip, excellent advice. Okay, if you're setting off and you're still feeling a little bit nervous like we were, find a local sports ground or a massive car park or somewhere where you can go and spend a couple of hours practising, reverse your van in, driving in figure eights, find out where the pinch points are, find out where the – Jack. That one, the jackknife point is swap, get out, figure out how you're going to communicate with each other when you're reversing the van in. Spend some time practicing in a quieter area where there's not hundreds of other campers with their bevies looking on, judging you. Again, it's about being prepared, it's about reducing stress, and it's about feeling confident. Anything that you can do to boost your confidence and reduce that stress, oh, it'll make a world of difference. It's just such a great way to give each other a go. Yeah. And go to Kmart and buy some of those little cones. They're really mm. cheap. I think get a pack of five for $5 or $7 or something. Anyway, you can just use those. Some of them fold down into nothing. They're just a really great device as well to use as your marker points mm-hmm. for reversing into made-up sites. Yeah, excellent. Excellent advice, Paul. Okay, plan ahead for school holidays, peak seasons, public holidays, particularly if you are setting off on a much longer trip, 12-month trip, or indefinitely you are going to come into these times where, look, it's busy and it's busier. Our advice would be if you are full-time or you are going to be on the road a longer amount of time, in those school holiday periods, you know, do you have family or friends that you can go and pull up on their front lawn or steal their water yeah, and power? Yeah, exactly. Or somebody who's got a few acres. Or if you don't, go west, get out regional. It's going to be a lot less busy 
out there than it will be on the east coast just to the very due to the nature of where people want to travel in those peak and school holiday periods. The other reason that we do this is because we also feel like there's plenty of families out there who their only opportunity to get out with their family is in these school holiday periods or peak season periods. So we don't want to be taking up a site in a caravan park when a family who may only get two weeks each year can go and enjoy that. Seems so a bit unfair, doesn't it? It does when we are full time on the road. Yeah. Fantastic. Go west. In oh. the open air, go yeah. away. Oh, life's peaceful there, doll. <laughs> okay, here we go. We are into our number one app that you should have. If you haven't got it, just get onto your Apple apps or what is the other one? Play, I think. Google, Google. Play. Uh, it is, I think, $7 or $7.95. It is Wiki Camps, W-I-K-I Camps. Yeah, look, there, there's a reason why this app is the most popular app with caravanners and campers and the the abundance of information on this app. Our advice would be take the reviews with a grain of salt, you know, Um, but as far as finding a campsite, a rest stop, a dump point, fresh water point, a point of interest, you name it, Wikicamps Mm. is awesome and you can use it offline. You don't need that active internet or mobile phone coverage to be able to find those places. What I love is that it's user generated. It is people who are out there doing it. So the reviews and photos and all of it is updated regularly Mm. as it is being used. Best $7 you'll ever spend. Yeah, that's actually a really good point, Paul. You can have a look at those most recent reviews of somewhere that you're going to go. And I think particularly what I found over the last um, month in our thinking about our return to Queensland after all of that rain and the flooding mm-hmm. was being able to look at wiki camps and the reviews of the places that we thought, oh, we'll stop there just to check, okay, it's open, there's no flood damage, it's safe for us to go there. So it's, again, another really useful tool for things like that. One last tip on Wiki, you can also scroll back. Say you're planning six months out. Well, you could go back and look at, you know, you're, you're going in June, let's say, this year. Mm. You could look at June last year to get an idea of Yeah, you, what you it know, was like at that time maybe, of year. Mm. You know, if it's busy, whatever. So that, that can help. Yeah, and you can use it for your trip planner as well, which is great. Okay, storage tips and hacks. Yeah, okay. Some of our most favourite, very easy storage tips and hacks – Relating to living in a caravan. Okay, (laughs) yes. Look at that time. Here we go. We use our washing machine as our dirty laundry hamper. Why have another basket or thing that's going to be in the way to put your dirty washing in when you're going to put it in the washing machine anyway? So we fill our washing machine with all of our dirty washing. Then before I do a load, I pull it out, get it all in there nicely, divide it into a couple of loads if I need to. But it's a great storage space. Otherwise, it's empty. Love it. Okay. Get your heavier items, particularly tin food, down low. Get down low and go, go, go. And if you can, put them over the axles. We've got twin axle set up in this van. Get them over the axle. Don't put the heavy stuff towards the back of the van. It will cause some sway. Even 20 kilos can make the back of your van sway under tow. Mm. 
understanding that can really help and it's much easier to manage when it's down low and you're not got stuff that can fall out and smash things. Yeah, for sure. Great advice. Okay, we use non-slip matting in every single cupboard, shelf, drawer, wherever there is a flat space and we are going to store things. I use that non-slip matting. It's excellent. It help keeps it helps keep things in place. We don't have any buffers around our glasses or our dinnerware. They just sit perfectly on that non-slip matting as we travel. It also helps to keep things cleaner. Who doesn't love that? Who wants to be wiping out drawers all the time? So the mats are really great for that. Okay, soft storage tubs versus fixed or hard storage tubs. We use both. Um and command hooks are Katie's favourite item. Yeah, I do love a good sticky hook. You can get a lot of this stuff from the cheap shops as mm. well. Although I would say command hooks, get get the right brand on those. It's, yeah. it's worth the money because they actually do their job. Yeah, look, it, again, you, you get what you pay for. And we've found this through our own experiences of purchasing some of these cheaper storage items and then repurchasing better quality ones that do cost a little bit more. The fusion lock suction um, storage from Bunnings. 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 Fantastic. Great for in your shower and your bathroom. Great for hooks that you're going to be hanging heavier items on. You don't have to drill or screw into your caravan walls. So we love the suction hooks and locks as well. And again, with the storage tubs, so many different items. We use soft for our in our wardrobes with our clothes. We use hard for toiletries. There's so many different ways that you can Um, be clever with this. We also use, I recycle my doTERRA boxes that my monthly orders come in, especially if I do a, believe it or not, a smaller order and they come in a nice little box. And I've got those in our bathroom and they keep, you know, spares, toothbrushes, um, just different toiletries where you want them sitting upright and not falling all over the place. Okay. Storage pouches, we've got a great MSA storage pouch that is actually designed to go in our vehicle in the truck, but we've stuck it on the wall in the caravan and it's so good because it's got lots of little pockets in it and so we've got our TV remotes in there, we've got spare cords in there, we've got our torch in there for easy access. So again, it's just thinking outside the box and having places to put all of those little things that you're going to be grabbing regularly. Perfect. Velvet coat hangers is another really good tip. We love our hanging storage space. I know a lot of vans don't come with it these days. Paul's beautiful collared shirts. The velvet hangers, they're really thin. It means you can get a f- quite a lot more in that space than what you would on a standard coat hanger. Our hanging fruit bowl. What One a, of my favourite items. What a bargain. That was Mindel Markets in Darwin, handmade, $12. Says a lady, thanks, we'll take that, but you need to put your prices up. Yeah, it's a macrame basket and it's Amazing. beautiful. What I love about it is that we can leave it hanging. I load all of our fruit in there. Jasper can reach it, help himself if he wants a healthy snack. And I don't have a massive big fruit bowl on our table, which doubles as our podcast studio, our editing suite, our schoolroom. It just swings too. It, it, you know, it's like being on a boat it, because it's hanging off a command hook. Yeah. Don't have to take it down. It's awesome. Okay, awning hooks. Yeah, look, awning hooks are great. We reviewed these in our uh, Feel Good Family YouTube channel the other day from Outback Tracks. 
one of these products, I mean, you get a pack of 10 for $15, 15 I think. So, anyway, it is so mm. inexpensive and it's a, to- a tool really in that once you've used it, you wonder how did you live without it? It just slides into your awning runner mm-hmm. and you can hang anything, extension cords, lights, shirts. Yep. Brilliant. You can check that out on our gear page on our website, thefeelgoodfamily.com forward slash gear if you want to check those out. Yeah, awesome. And look, again, everything that we're talking about, including all of our favourite gear, the must-have gear, the storage tips, hacks, everything that we are covering in these next three episodes will be included in this ebook. You can get your hands on that in a couple of weeks' time on our website, but it will have links, it will have resources, it'll be jam-packed. Anything that we can think of will go in there. Love it. Okay, quickly, how do you connect with us further outside of this podcast? Of course, there is the YouTube version, Family Travel Podcast. On YouTube, we've got our Feel Good Family channel with our weekly visual exciting episode. We love delivering that as well. So good. And just a little spoiler, non-spoiler alert, but after this mini series, there is so much good stuff. We are back on the road, baby, exploring Queensland. So, so many more amazing Queensland road trips coming up for this season. Hey, listen, one more, um, you know, I guess self-public, you know, promotion (laughs) is around Channel 31. It is I think c31.org, mm-hmm. uh, that is the website, but you can watch us every Thursday night on Channel 31. Uh, it's a community television show. We've got our own TV show now, which is pretty cool. So you can check that out as well wherever you are around the world or if you're in Victoria in Australia, you can tune in Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Yeah, I love that you can live stream anywhere around the world through their website, of course, and It's so awesome. I love that we've got the show on Channel 31 now because, again, we're just able to reach so many many more more people people who get access to, look, this beautiful visual content of just how incredible this country is. Awesome. Love it. Love creating content. Can you tell? (laughs) Yes. All right. And there's some exciting stuff coming up later in the year and even maybe a new show on the horizon. Wait till you see that. All right, here we go. Next week, we're talking safety and security, gear, must-have items, and what you don't Don't need. need. Mm -hmm. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Awesome. Look forward to it. (laughs) For now, we'll say dream big, look after yourself, look after your family. And happy trails. Feel good, feel good.